Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, getting you ready for ALCS Game 4 out in Arlington. And Richard Justice joining us now, longtime columnist of the Houston Chronicle, MLB.com. Um, boy, you've read his work in magazines as well. Richard, uh, great to have you. And uh, I feel like uh, all of your worlds are colliding in this series. We, we, it's, you know, it had sort of becoming a fun rivalry, but then to get an ALCS, um, this has kind of taken it to a different place. And uh, I just kind of curious uh, how you how much you were enjoying this one. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm I, I was always curious what the TV ratings would be, not nationally. Although the the national ratings for Game One were excellent, excellent. So people weren't as turned off as maybe we thought. And I think part of that is the Astros, the team people love to hate. Jordan Alvarez, Verlander, they've got some people that that are appealing on national TV. But I wondered more what it would be in state. I always thought from the first time that the, the, when, the, when the Astros went to the American League, we'd have a chance for a playoff um, series in which we'd find out if we could distract the regular sports fan from the Cowboys and the Longhorns and Aggies and, and all of that stuff. And so far, and I haven't seen the in-state ratings, but uh, the national ratings say that you know people are, are enjoying this series. Yeah, I noticed you didn't say the Bears. You just said the Aggies and the Longhorns had hoped to hear the Bears in there, but perhaps the Bears, uh, it's better off uh, people paying attention to other teams right now. Well, well, Matt, one of the things I pitched to Texas Monthly last week was a misery index. Like, look at where what Texas Tech fans thought of Joey McGuire at the end of last season. They thought he was king. Two years ago... Dave Aranda, to me, was the best coach in college football in Texas, and they have struggled since then. Obviously, Jimbo has had one moment, you know, when he was great. Uh, Sarkeesian is still looking for that consistency, but, you know, at Texas, it's pretty hard to please everybody. So, um, yeah, that's interesting what's happened to Baylor. But I'll say this, like, I think you know my, my daughter swam at the University of Houston when Mac Rhodes was the AD there. And her, I mean, without the, to me, without the guidelines he put in place for student athletes there, I don't know that she graduates from college. He's a guy that, that knows people. He wants good people. He knows how to hire good coaches. And if he believes in Dave Aranda, I believe in Dave Aranda. And the people in the game who know Dave Aranda say there is not a better football mind. So, you know, it's a lot of it's dependent on recruiting and, and all of that. I'm doing a piece on a kid at Willis High School named uh, DJ Lagway. who's going to the University of Florida. He's a, the top quarterback in Texas. I mean, he's a phenomenal guy. His dad, you probably know his dad, Derek Lagway, yeah. played at Baylor. And Derek was pushing hard for the kid to, the kid to be a Baylor Bear. You know, and, that, and one guy like that, an Eric Dickerson, uh, a Vince Young, one guy like that can turn a whole program, but it'll have to be the next great thing. Yeah, and Bears are having trouble with Central Texas kid. Torian York's an all-national uh, all freshman for the Aggies at linebacker. Micah Hudson just decided to go 
elsewhere, go to Texas Tech out of Lake Belton. So the Bears need to dig in and try to keep yep. some of these local because you kind of need to keep your kids around. There's another kid, Conley, who's unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, DJ's dad was a big man, um, a very powerful runner. And if you do look on the YouTube, you'll see an old Derek run. I think it was against NC State. Might have been a rare Baylor victory during that period of time. And, <laughs> and just running over people left and right. And DJ's built like him. DJ's huge. I don't know if he's going to be the most accurate guy in the world, but uh, he's he's been recruited since he was a freshman, obviously, or probably even eighth grade. Because in part of it is just these unbelievable measurables. But uh, I'll be interested yeah, to read that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the eyeball test. He looks like Eric Dickerson to me, six two, two twenty two. But what I've seen is, and he's got they've got like ten Division one guys with multiple Division one offers including probably the whole wide receiver group. Michael Bishop, remember him from Kansas State? His, yeah. He's a Willis kid. His, his uh, nephew returned a kickoff 100 yards the other day. And the one thing you notice is that, and this is way off, you know, way off the topic, but um, DJ's everything you want a quarterback to do, he can do, and it's, it's fun to watch. Richard Justice joining the Matt Mosley Show from uh, Texas Monthly magazine and well you can always go off topic richard i mean do you think i'm Sorry someone who that. stays on topic um a galloway's coming on later do you think galloway was was pretty good at staying on topic i mean none of us really have a, a background on that uh, i thought your your columns generally you do stay on on topic yeah. what about these uh what about these astros 51 and 30 on the road this season i was just looking at that i knew they were struggling at home that's kind of a crazy number, 39 and 42. I was just looking that up right before we were going to talk. It doesn't make any sense. The fans love them there, should be very comfortable. It's a, The dimensions on that place are a little different. Should be a nice home field advantage. Um, can you? Is that just a, a, a one-season kind of weird thing, or is there something going on with this? I don't know if we're at the end of the run. Uh, at the end of the window, but it has been a weird, weird season in that he had a lot of guys get hurt. Michael Brantley has missed most of the year recovering from shoulder surgery. Jordan Alvarez missed time. Jose Altuve missed time. One of their starting pitchers, Luis Garcia. Well, actually, they lost three of their five starters uh, uh, from the rotation to injuries. <clears throat> and then more troubling, probably, or just as troubling, the left side of the infield, Alex Bregman and Jeremy Pena, they took steps back at times. The fans have sort of turned on Dusty Baker. You know, it's always it's always the same thing. The manager screws up the, the lineups and all. And they had stretches where they looked as good as ever this year, but they had other stretches where they looked like a team that wasn't going to make the playoffs. And, uh, and I, I think in that way the two teams are mirror images of each other. But if you take the, the high end of both teams, when the Rangers were good, they were the best team in baseball. I mean, they were being compared to their offense was being compared to the 27 Yankees and all that, you know, and, and if not for Evan Carter uh, being called up, if not for another rookie, Josh Young and what he's contributed, maybe they don't make the playoffs. So it's, it's, it's hard to figure these two teams out. And then the Rangers could come back with Jordan Montgomery and Nathan Avaldi. So not all hope is lost if they lose today, but if they do or tonight, it is the pressure is going to start to mount. 
and then Houston's going to feel pretty good about things. That's a tough thing for Heaney to go out there tonight. Now, they'll have people behind them, whether it's Dunning or whoever they want to bring in. But, man, this is a tough spot for him. I mean, the good news is they have two really great starters behind him in games five and six. But that's a tough spot. Urquidy, you you're going to know way more about him than the rest of us. What what do we what do we need to know about him, and how much confidence do like Astros fans have in in this matchup in this pitcher as the Astros send him out tonight? Well, just like Christian Javier, he had stretches this year where he looked like he didn't belong in the big leagues. Framber Valdez had had this this win this window of winning probably should have ended in 2020, but it was extended because these three pitchers, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier. And, and Urquidy, they all came up. They were all guys that were a champion. You know, they were signed for relatively low budgets, low money, and they were just discovered in a product byproduct of their player development system, and they've ridden those guys. They rode those guys to a championship last year, and it looked like this year they were all regressing back to a lower level, you know, but – the playoffs opened. The Astros were playing their best ball of the season. Framber had been really, really good. Javier had been almost unhittable. And uh, Pena and Bregman had gotten it going a little bit. Brantley was back. At their best, you know, when they're clicking, they're, uh, they're, they're good enough to win. It, it, what you wonder about is, now, it, what is Jordan Montgomery's best going to be? What is Nathan Evaldi's best going to be? Because, you know, those two guys have a chance to be heroes you know we knew a seven game series would be different those two guys started five of the first six when the when the rangers won all 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 six of those so now you got to stretch it out and i think Bochi went in last night knowing i don't know what i'm going to get out of scherzer i don't we're you know this is a, a game that we may not win but we may have to do this to maybe build on to get him for the world series same thing tonight you know you got you got to bite the bullet maybe a little bit but if you come back and you get montgomery and evaldi at their best and you're going to win the series. What about Jordan Alvarez? Uh, it, it's a, it's amazing. The bat speed. He's a fun dude. I, I, it was fun watching him with Big Poppy last night because their body type and, and even some yeah. of the swing, it, you can't help but think of Big Poppy. And so to see them interviewing and they were translating for him, it was kind of fun to watch all that. I mean, you watched Ortiz a lot up close. Over the years, is that the immediate comp that you think of? And, and what has – I mean, this guy doesn't seem to have too many holes in his swing, and and uh, he's otherworldly, right? When things were going poorly the other night, he still had a couple of home runs, should have had another one. And Leoti kept yeah. going in the building. I mean, this guy's bat right. is unreal. Yeah, he is otherworldly. And I should have mentioned him as the, well, another reason to keep – keep the window open. It was an amazing trade they made there in 27. Josh Fields, Riordan Alvarez, you know, uh, the, the, he had, the Astros had had some interest in him uh, on, during the sign, international signing period. The Dodgers signed him mainly just to use up their bonus money. He never played a game for them in the minor leagues. And when they, and they wanted Josh Fields to, to solidify their bullpen a little bit for the preparing for the postseason. And when the Astros asked for Jordan Alvarez, Andrew Friedman said, yeah, sure, why not? I don't know anything about this guy. And Andrew has since said, you know, obviously we had some breakdowns in our, uh, in our, in our communication and our evaluations. 
But maybe they didn't have any breakdowns. Nobody knew this guy was going to be great. And when you mentioned Big Poppy, Big Poppy's the best World Series hitter I have ever seen. And so the way Jordan has performed in the postseason, it, it reminds you of him. They do not win the World Series last year, obviously, without him. Game one against Seattle, it was a loss. Two outs in the ninth inning, he turned it into a win with a three-run homer. Game two, they were going. To, they were on their way to losing. Game six of the World Series, they were on their way to losing. Somebody said, well, you know, he didn't do much in between. I said, well, other than winning three playoff games, he didn't do very much. <laughs> <laughs> what Altuve... To watch him go down and, and golf that thing, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Because of his height, what he can kind of get to, um, I, do we call him a bad ball hitter? I mean, he can kind of hit anything. Um, well, but, I mean, I, I, I think back of Vlad and some of the guys that could kind of get to anything. This is a tiny guy who's standing up there about 5'6", but in some ways, boy, he really uses that to his advantage – to get down there and hit balls that nobody else could get to, in a sense. Yeah, $15,000 signing bonus out of Venezuela. And uh, <laughs> the thing he had, and every team acknowledged it, he had freakish hands, freakishly quick hands and bat-to-ball skills. Those were the things they could measure. But teams were just afraid to assign a guy, assign a guy that was 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, and the Astros finally just became so convinced they brought him into their complex. They said within the second day, these are things you don't know unless you have the guy. He was organizing the work, getting guys to workouts on time. He was organizing the English classes, and he just wanted to be great. When they were negotiating the contract, his dad said something like, "You know, uh, well, that's not a good enough. That's not a, my my son needs more money than that. Deserves more money than that." And 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 Jose cut his dad off. Said, "Dad, I just want a chance. All I want is a chance." He. Um, on the Mount Rushmore of Houston sports, he's right there. Bagwell, Biggio, and Nolan will always be the three most popular, maybe. But he is pushing it. And not only that, those guys, Nolan, Bagwell, Biggio, they adore the guy as much as fans do. But he just there's no way to pitch him because he has the, his, his, his bat-to-ball skills are so great, he can go up and hit one out uh, that's up in his eyes, and he can get one off his ankles and hit one out. And yet, is he the guy that opposing fans <coughs> go after the most in terms right. of but, sort of the face of the scandal? Um, it, right. it seems like he catches the most heat of anybody. Yeah, because he's the most, <laughs> most famous player. You know, the, the irony of that is that he didn't use that that sign-stealing thing. The biggest culprits, all, all those guys are gone, I think, except for Bregman and Altuve. Um, and he didn't use it. He just thought it was confusing. And he, because you know how it is, Barry Bonds would have needed to steal signs. When you've got certain skills, you, you don't need it. But he is the face of the franchise, and therefore he's the face of the scandal. And guess what? They just have to wear it. They did it. They're going to have to live with it forever. That that 2017 trophy will always be tainted. And did winning in 22 take some of the taint off of it? Did go to the go to the ALCS seven years in a row, four World Series, all that. Has that taken some of it off? Maybe, but what they did in 2017, they have to live with. Yeah, and then the Correa part of this is really interesting, too, <laughs> with some of his recent comments. Uh, and, I, you know, Astros fans, I'm sure, have a complicated relationship 
with him. Well, Richard, uh, Cowboys did win. They got a bye week now, so everything all is well. Rangers hopefully headed toward the World Series. Cowboys back four and two. Mike is wondering why people are so tough on the Cowboys. Uh, Micah Parsons thinks thinks that people really should jump on the Niners and the Eagles uh, for their losses. Does not understand why the Cowboys get so much blowback, which is which well, is. <laughs> well, somebody should tell him, uh, buddy. You you had the good fortune to be drafted by the most famous professional sports franchise in the whole world, the one that's worth the most money, that makes the most money, that has the most people who love it and has the most people that hate it. And uh, you're a very lucky man. And don't ever forget it. You know, uh, the, the former PR guy, Rich Dalrymple, once said to a kid was considering a job there, and he had an offer from the Titans, too, and Rich said to the guest, buddy. It's the Dallas bleeping Cowboys. It's not that complicated. And that's what Michael Parsons should know. You know, and that's that's the greatest thing. It reminds me of what when Mac Brown got to the University of Texas, Darrell Royal told him the good news is ten million people in this state love this team, love everything about it, and 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 are huge fans. The bad news is ten million people are going to have to tell you how to do your job. <laughs> Oh, man. By the way, Kelvin Sampson, now in the Big 12. It's going to be fun to see the Cougars and the Bears. I mean, I mean, it's right there, Scott Drew, who I know you admire, and uh, yes. you've seen him over the years. And then Kelvin, what he's done with the Cougars. Kelvin said the other day, he said, I'm, I'm, we're sizing each other up. And he's like, I'm not finding the Chihuahuas. In the Shih Tzus. <laughs> well, the Big 12, the Big 12 in men's basketball is, is the big boy league. And so you're going to have losses and you're going to have tough nights. But it is, for people like you and me, it couldn't be any better because there are so many teams capable of going to the Final Four. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I've been looking forward to having you on. And I saw our buddy McLean the other night, some very reasoned, you know, always some very thoughtful commentary on Twitter after an Astros loss. <laughs> yeah, he, he, gets, he gets a little worked up. Uh, yeah. I, like his te- when the Texans are playing bad, it'll be something like, I didn't realize they were going to pee all over themselves. <laughs> John. Oh man, uh, he's uh, he's still getting after it you know, on that social media. So, uh, Richard, thank you. I'll tell uh, I'll tell Galloway you said hi as I talked to two of my favorite all time baseball writers in the same hour today. So great to have you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Matt. You bet. There he goes, Richard Justice, MLB Network, MLB.com. Longtime Houston Chronicle um, columnist, and now does uh, some writing for Texas Monthly. All right, we're going to continue getting you ready. Campus Confidential coming up, of course, at 440, as always. But uh, we'll give you the latest as we get closer to first pitch. Rangers versus the Astros, ALCS Game 4. It's next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. If you